Okay, welcome Eddie McKenzie nice. to No Excuses, Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So, welcome to the show. This is a completely, totally different show today. Normally, it's all about fitness, inspiration, but we're here to learn about Eddie's inspirational story with Jimmy Carr. So, oh, yeah. welcome Eddie. So, just a brief intro of who you are and what you're currently up to. Yeah, well, uh, thanks very much, first of all, for having me on the show today. Very exciting. Uh, I am Eddie McKenzie. I'm a Glasgow-based actor, musician, comedian, uh, uh, voice artist, when I can get the work, um, whatever I can get my hands on, really. Uh, <laughs> okay, so an entrepreneur, as we were Yeah, sort of, you know, I'm, I'm a self-employed, Entertainer, I'll do whatever I can and you know, get get into any antics I can. You know. Fantastic! Anything to make a quick buck. Oh, baby. <laughs> okay, so it was obviously Dave Clark. He he told me to get in touch with yourself because he says, "Oh, my mate Eddie uh, was on the Jimmy Carr show. You should. He's very inspirational. You should get him on." Okay. So let's hear this story about you and Jimmy Carr. Okay, so um, I I I uh, I got uh, called. So it was a producer friend of mine who I knew from doing a little bit of TV before. Got in touch, and they said they're doing a new show, a brand new concept game show. Um, it's never been done before. It's just been commissioned. Uh, it's going to be on Channel Four. It's going to have Jimmy Carr hosting. Do I want to be put forward to be a contestant, be involved? And I was like, yes, get me on telly. Come on. That sounds amazing. Um, so I went through all the audition stuff. I did sort of mock stuff with the producers, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, yeah, they thought that I would be a good fit for the show. And they got me on. So uh, I head down to London. at uh, It was sort of the start of August last year. So. Uh, 2021, yes, dear, dear, lifetime ago now. <laughs> and uh, it was surreal. It was incredible. Um, it was a fantastic set. You know, everyone there was lovely. Um, it's, uh, you know, an incredible experience to be in that kind of environment with all this busy TV work going on. And uh, Jimmy Carr himself was a delight, you know. Um, I, I had the preconception that he might be a bit of a mean guy. But, oh, lovely, a sweetheart. Um and the show is incredible. And uh, I don't, I, uh, you know, spoiler alert before I go any further, uh, in case the listeners haven't seen the show, because um, there's a bit of a twisty ending um, in so much as I, I uh, myself, I get to the final. It's all very dramatic. And I don't win. The other contestant wins, Chessie, much smarter guy, quite right. Um, and I go away. I go away back to Glasgow thinking, oh, that was fun. That was good. Fair enough. And then a few weeks later, <laughs> I get an email. No, I get called up from the producer again saying, we loved you on the show. We all had a great time. Jimmy had a good time. He wants to invite you down to London uh, again to see his gig, come and see the stand-up show. And I thought, oh, that's very nice. So uh, not suspecting a thing. I go down to London. They've paid for the flights, the hotel, all the shebang. It was incredible. Um, and I'm sitting there with my pal in the audience at the O2, still not suspecting a thing. And um, he, he comes on and he does all this stuff. And he says, 
towards the end of the first set. Right, we're going to be having a break. Uh, but before we do that, I want to talk about a show that I've done recently uh, called I Literally Just Told You. And he started talking about the show and I was like, oh, this will be a bit of promotion for Channel 4 or something. They'll get this on an ad. And he goes, one of the contestants is actually here tonight. And the lights come up on me and he goes, Eddie, Eddie, are you here? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he goes, come on stage, come on stage. And so I go on stage and uh, we have a little bit of back and forth. And then he, he, he gets serious and he says, so uh, we, we asked you a question and you answered it wrong, but we never actually gave you the information in order to answer the question. Because I don't know if, uh, if people haven't seen the show, the whole concept is that all the answers are part of the show. So they'll have asked a question, they'll have told some information, and then I'll ask a question about it later. But they had never given the piece of information required to answer the question. So I was like, Okay, what? And he, he he says, and because of that, we're gonna own our mistakes and we're gonna we're gonna do the right thing. Chesney's gonna keep his money, but and he, he goes into his jacket pocket and he pulls out a check and goes, and there's 18,000 for you as well. Wow. And I just about I just about collapse on stage. <laughs> Blindsided. I I didn't see this coming from a mile away. And yeah, it was incredible. And, and so you watch the show and it all can happen so quickly. But in real life, I was hanging on for months. I didn't know what was going on. It was outrageous. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of the sh long story short, yeah. ridiculous thing that happened last okay. week. Okay. <laughs> and then so on the back of that, would you say your life's changed on oh, that um, moment? It's... Um, in ways, yeah. Uh, you know, I've been able to be, um, I mean, dig, like, you know, a bit more financially secure, Jesus Christ. Um, but it's more so, it's been the the response to it um, and the, the amount of overwhelmingly positive stuff online has been incredible. You yeah. Know, you, you hear so much about uh, internet trolls and all these keyboard warriors coming at you, but... <laughs> You go through the comments on YouTube and stuff, and everyone is lovely. Everyone is top-notch. And, um, you know, I've had people in the street come up and say, were you on TV? And they get a little selfie with me, and that feels fun, you know. Uh, <laughs> in, in the sort of, you know, career that I'm pursuing, you know, any photo op, is, it feels like a superstar. It's outrageous. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's been fun, you know. It's, yeah. it, it's been a little, uh, a little glimpse into the into the world of television, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, and you know, on the back of that, so how long have you been involved in everything that you you've done? You you know your stand up comic, you know voiceovers, etc. So I I moved down to Glasgow in about 2011 to to study acting um, and performance, and I was doing that at Coat Bridge College, lovely establishment. Um, and uh, <laughs> once I once I graduated from that, um, I went back to college again, and I did a radio course at City of Glasgow College this time, uh, jumping around the place. Um, and it was while doing that that I started doing more kind of local theatre and weird little kind of short films with friends and stuff yeah. like that. And then it was 2014 when I kind of graduated from that course. Um, I was cast in a production of uh, of Shakespeare's 
a taming of the shrew and i spent the summer touring around the country doing open air shakespeare in parks and houses and weird like locations you know yeah. there was one where it was basically on a beach it was incredible um so i i, I said that that's where i sort of took the first step into like professional performance and ever since then i've been chasing the high <laughs> <laughs> uh pursuing that the kind of comedy side i sort of fell into almost accidentally that was august 2019 i thought uh i'll give it a go i was back home in inverness for the summer and I'd taken my little guitar with me. And um, I knew that there was a comedy night that ran in Inverness. And then they put up on Facebook, we're doing an open mic, come and try some stuff. So I, I messaged the guy, I was like, can I come and play some songs and see how it works? And he was like, yeah, come on down. And uh, uh, I was hooked, <laughs> it was incredible. And I, that's <laughs> what I, I sort of fell into it almost yeah. by mistake. And that's so much of my life I find is, is falling into the next thing accidentally. And just yeah. kind of dealing with it and going, okay, cool, here we are. Carry on, move on. Ah, definitely. So, <laughs> what are you currently doing just now? Uh, Business-wise, what are you doing? Oh, business, business. So, um, I've got some very nice uh, gigs coming up over the next few months. Um, some, some comedy stuff. Um, I'm playing, uh, I'm going up to Perth next yeah. month to open a show. Um, I've got a hotel and everything. It's very exciting. Uh, <laughs> it's the adventure of being on the road and touring around. Um, I'm playing some more dates in Glasgow as well. And then I think it's May. I should have checked my calendar. It's sometime in the next few months. I'm going down to Berwick-upon-Tweed, just over the border, to play my first English gig, which is oh, very exciting. That'll be interesting. Oh, man, you know, I've, I've just been playing around Scotland for now, so I don't know if it'll be a, a hugely different audience or, or what to expect, but um, it's, they're giving me 20 minutes on stage, which is which is very generous. So, yeah, uh, I, I, need, I, <laughs> I need to remember far more than usual. But um, <laughs> mostly that, you know, I'm really kind of focused on the kind of comedy side, um, but also, yeah, kind of... If anything else comes up, you know, I'm always, I'm always, I'm, this is the thing I'm, you know, as a freelancer, I'm always pursuing every possible avenue at the same time, doing far too many things at once. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, it's that old saying, uh, you know, Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is it. I'll but try anything. <laughs> but the thing is, you're master in them all at the one thing, you know, that's, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> so, you're, you know, you, you you spoke about your comedy. So what sort of comedy does Eddie deliver? Oh, well, um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of an energetic guy. I'm quite, you know, bombastic. Um, so it's that kind of stuff. It's mostly kind of musical comedy. Um, so I've got a few different songs and I'm always writing new stuff. Um, very much in the style of, you know, Tenacious D, um, uh, Bill Bailey, Flight of the Concords. Um, I'd love to say, you know, uh, I, I channel Billy Connolly, but who knows? You know, that's a really big ask. <laughs> the big, the big in himself. Um, but any of those guys, you know, the kind of silly songs. You know, you get the crowd involved. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then you can do a bit of banter in between. You can pepper up with some jokes and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's 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 the coming together of two of my loves is is music. So I've been a musician for so many years as well. Um, and comedy and just entertaining people. I've, I've 
brought them together and it's wonderful. <laughs> ah, fantastic. And if people want to find you online, if they want to give you a follow on any social media, um, where can they do that? Uh, so uh, pretty much everywhere is just Eddie McKenzie. So Eddie with a Y, M-A-C-Kenzie on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. The only one that it's not is Twitter because a dog has already got Eddie McKenzie. But um, <laughs> I, I can't, you know, I can't take it from a dog. You know, they're welcome to it. So on Twitter, I'm Eddie McKenzie underscore, just to confuse everyone. Okay. Um, but if you Google me, you know, I've, I've got YouTube. It'll all pop up. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly... Because uh, because I've got, you know, I think the combination of Eddie and Mackenzie seems to be quite unique online. Yeah. So uh, that's worked in my favour. Just give me a Google. I'm all over okay. the place. <laughs> so if you could pick uh, a pet hate within comedy, what would it be that people do? Ooh. I know, um, you, may, I know you may have a, a long list here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see now. That that is a uh, because uh, I I mean I'm quite new to it still, so a lot of things maybe I've, I've maybe not seen the darker sides. But um, what I will say is there can be a lot of uh, uh, sort of bitchiness would be the word. Yeah. A lot of a lot of cliqueiness sometimes, yeah. especially in the sort of online spaces. You know, you'll have the kind of uh, industry forums. And then someone will post something and then someone else will like pile on top of them. And then you'll get the little groups forming. Um, and then you talk to people in real life and they're like, bitch, 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 bitch. And I keep myself above all that, you know. Uh, I've never been one for the gossip. Yeah. But, um, oh, it's wild. I think the, the problem is it's, pe- it's very clever people, very clever, funny people with too much time on their hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they, 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 it's like Game of Thrones. There's so much infighting. Okay. But um, <laughs> so it's probably the thing. I've got no time for it. Just, just okay. you know, so, do your jokes and entertain people. That, that's a very good point that you've just brought up there. So you mentioned no time, right? Oh. So how how do you fit in all the writing into your time? Well, um, usually uh, last minute before a gig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think. Um, uh, I'm, def- I'm definitely trying to get more uh, of a structured lifestyle. You know, I think um, there, there's the image of the of the comedian who wakes up at two in the afternoon and doesn't do anything all day and goes off and does a thing. But um, I, I usually try and get up, you know, in the morning, get myself at the desk, you know, have a little structure. My my flatmate will come through and say, what are you doing? It's your day off. Why are you up at 10 a.m.? And I'm like, I've got stuff to do, man, you know. Because uh, I could very easily sleep in until two in the afternoon and accomplish nothing. But uh, yeah. you've got to, you've got to, what's it? You got to, you got to hustle. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you don't put the graft in, you, you, you just nothing comes out the other end. That's exactly. It. Simple um, as that. I know, I know. We've been friends on social media a couple of weeks, but you've probably seen uh, my crazy posts with me. You know, maximize your day. That's my oh, one yeah. big thing this year is uh, getting up at 3 a.m. and then going to the gym at 4. Ooh. <laughs> you know, you know, and then the thing is, on the back of that, feeling more energised, but you get more done, you know. Yeah, this is it. You know, that, that's the thing. So 
you obviously mentioned um, to me off off air and yeah, text messages that you've started your own fitness journey. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's let's chat a wee bit about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, uh, this is a visual medium. Uh, no, no, it's an audio medium. So you just have to imagine what I look like. But I'm a chunky guy. Um, you know, uh, and for most of my life, I've always been uh, on the on the cuddlier side. But um, uh, definitely lockdown. So start of 2020, those these few years, it's really kind of uh, reached its peak, I would say, especially last uh, 2020 into 21, that first year, because I was doing very little, you know, like most people, um, staying in all day, you were ordering everything to you, you weren't doing any of the sort of, um, uh, any of the passive exercise. I used to have quite an active lifestyle. I was always out, I was doing gigs, I was working away, and then suddenly I just sat on my ass for four months and wondered why I had uh, put on a bit of weight. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, uh, yeah, so I've I've started trying to take it in my own hands. When when we were all trapped in the house, I got myself some kettlebells. I kind of got into that side of things. Yeah. Um, because uh, have you seen have you seen Action Bronson's sort of transformation? Uh, no, no. I ah, so Action Bronson, this wonderful hip hop guy slash maniac chef, used to be enormous. You know, massive guy from New York, very big. And that was kind of his whole thing. He was like a big chunky guy that loved food. And then I think it was basically a lockdown. So it was like the end of 2020. He had a kid and he was like, okay, I need to like take control of this. And yeah. then his Instagram went from like weed jokes and hip hop nonsense to like 6 a.m. kettlebell workouts. And um, he is now so hench. <laughs> it's such a transformation. If you've not seen, you should look him up. I mean, because, oh my out. God, Action Bronson is the, the ultimate inspiration for weird chubby guys to just take it, take it, change it and become, oh, he's, he's terrifying now. It's incredible. So it was watching him and, um, and Jack Black as well was doing a thing online where he was working out. So I was like, if these guys can do it, I can do it. No, I, um, so I, I got into the kettlebells and I was doing the, the different workouts and that was quite good. That got me, you know, uh, moving, which is very yeah. important. Um, but now, um, since the new year, uh, I've been going to the gym a lot more, which essentially was when I was home for Christmas uh, at the end of last year. My little brother is technically a university student, but he's never gone to uni. He does it at home. Right, okay. Um, so he's got a lot of free time on his hands. So over the last year, he's gotten really into powerlifting. Uh, <laughs> and he, he used to be he used to be this tiny little guy and he was very cool and he was very quiet. And now he's enormous and he's into weightlifting and he does like squat belt, squat rack things and all sorts of stuff. So he, when I was home for a few weeks at Christmas, took me to his gym almost every day of the week oh, and good. was showing me all the stuff and he was getting me into the different weight routines and all sorts of things. Um, and yeah, it sort of has uh, inspired me to carry on myself down here. And I've never really been um, a gym guy, but I'm quite enjoying it, I must say. Um, him having sort of given me, the, like, I ne- this is the problem. I never really knew the right thing to do yeah. Which, uh, you know, if you if you don't 
Um, I mean, if you don't know what to do, you can hurt yourself. That's really the issue. So I would try stuff and be like, oh, that feels terrible. And so he kind of sat me down and was like, what do you want to do? You know, what are you trying to work on? And he wrote me out a whole routine and it's great. You know, it covers like the whole body. It does different weight things. And now I'm going a few times a week feeling incredible. So Fantastic. I'm a new man. Okay. <laughs> and you mentioned, obviously, nutrition earlier. So how, oh, do, how, do, you, yeah. how do you handle your nutritional side now? Um, so... He, again, little brother, is like really on it. And he's talking about his macros and uh, he's weighing out like protein powder every day and stuff. And I'm, I'm not so uh, detailed on that side of things. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm definitely eating healthier. Um, like, uh, you know, especially like 2020 was like takeaways and beer every week. You know, <laughs> like, mo like most people, I think. And um, I've definitely pulled that back um i don't know about last time I, I so i played a gig last night and i had a beer and that was the first time i had one in weeks i think so that's a definitely different man because i used to be on it you know yeah. as, as most of us were over the last few years but um stuff like that you know drinking less yeah uh, definitely drinking less in the house you know that's so easy to cut back on um and just eating better you know trying to cook for myself more um all these kind and, of things. And I think, you know, it, it was so easy to pick up your phone and order off Just Eat. So oh if you actually look at how much you've spent on Just Eat, I think you'll give yourself a fright. <laughs> <laughs> this was it as well. I think there was one week when me and my flatmates, I think we had three takeaways over the week. And we were like, oh, this this is this has to stop. <laughs> this is this is, you know, it's taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if I could ask you, you know, you've started going to the gym, you're enjoying it. So what's what's your favourite thing to do within the gym just now? Ooh, um, so I do all the kind of different stuff, like I do a bit of cardio, a bit of the kind of uh, weight resistance machines. Yeah. Um, but I think the free weight stuff is probably my favourite. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of stuff with, uh, with, uh, with dumbbells. So yeah. you, you, you sort of like uh, overhead press and... Uh, like bicep curls and uh, um, oh, um, uh, lateral—is it lateral raises? Yes. Where you're sort of the, yeah. doing the shoulders and stuff. So I've got a whole little routine where I, I take myself onto into a corner and I've I've got a little bench to myself and I'm doing all the stuff with the free weights and no, that dude. feels really good, you know. No. Um, and it makes me feel like Arnie or something. Okay. <laughs> and obviously, your brothers made you your your small gym program. So mm. is there an exercise on there that you absolutely hate? Ooh, um, not really, actually, which which surprised me. Um, the the only one I think is uh, maybe the um with the with the dumbbells, the the shoulder raise. That one could be a bit of a pain. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the kind of lateral raise. If I had to pick that one, if especially if it's towards the end of the routine. Oh, it's tiresome. It bums. Yeah. It bums. Oh, and you're trying to you're trying to lift it up, and you're like, oh. <laughs> so but yeah, I think this is what's really surprising to me is that I'm enjoying it all so much. It's, nah, it's a whole new world, and, and obviously it's a meal at a time. You know that old saying: Rome wasn't built overnight, and you know mm. 
all yeah. the different scenes. So you're a musician, okay? So you love your music. So when you're in training, what's Eddie's type of music that you listen to that motivates you? Oh, so um, I don't even, I don't actually take earphones with me to, oh, the, to the gym. No, this is the thing. I'm, I don't usually use earphones in my day-to-day life. I'm, it's, it's a controversial opinion. Um, like, uh, you know, because I, I love music, but I usually just do it at home. When I'm out and about, I like to have my ears free and I kind of take yeah. things in, you know, and especially at the gym because, um, you know, it's just one more thing to worry about. You know, I've got my phone and I've got my water and that's it. Like if I had headphones, I'd be getting them tangled up and stuff. Nah. Okay. Okay, technical issues there. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so we were talking about headphones, you know, getting tangled up, you know, one less thing to worry about in the gym. Okay, but imagine you are in the gym, right? And the gym puts on the worst type of music that wants you to back out of the door, walk out. <laughs> so what would that be? What's your the music that you absolutely hate? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um now that's a that's a tough one um because uh probably something like um something too twee like ed sheeran maybe something really kind of <laughs> low energy you yeah. know if like um if like ed sheeran perfect came on or something i think everyone would be like what <laughs> all the all the energy would leave the room <laughs> you know you need you need something to go you need some uh some beats man oh, you know, definitely. Some, some energy absolutely you know. so something like that something really like soft and heartfelt you know, can't be yeah. get it out of here and <laughs> if you could pick one accomplishment that you've done out your full career what would that be oh um, something I'm very proud of uh, is that I, I got to the, the semi-finals of the BBC New Comedy Awards uh, last year, which was incredible because um, things had only just started opening up again. And yeah. one of, I, uh, I did like a little bit of improv at the Fringe and then my first real gig um, for like years was at the BBC initial heats. <laughs> I, I, I basically applied to it on a whim and they were like, yeah, cool, come to Edinburgh and try out. And I was like, what? And so like, I, I came so unprepared. So like, uh, you know, I, I'd been out of training for two years basically. Um, and I had to get on stage and entertain people. And apparently it worked because I got through to the next stage and um, I'm on BBC iPlayer, which is surreal. It's really weird. But uh, that was a lot of fun. I'd say that's probably um, one, probably one of the proudest moments is doing that. Fantastic. Oh. And for yourself, you know, where would you like to see yourself within the industry in five years' time? Oh man, um, I mean, I really enjoyed the the experience of doing the show, the TV show, um, and I know it's you know. Very wishful thinking, but I'd love to do some kind of like presentation, like uh, like a presenter like that, like hosting yeah. a show like that. Um, just I love talking to people. I love meeting people. I love 
Um, I'm really in my element when it's the sort of improvisational banter back and forth, just coming up with stuff and just kind of throwing out jokes on the fly. So something like that would be amazing if I could, you know, host a show um, or even be on one, you know. <laughs> Let's be realistic. Very, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough old world, but you've got to have dreams. That's oh, definitely. Okay, so if you could give advice to anyone starting out in comedy, being a musician for the first time, you know, acting, you know, voiceovers, anything, and you're, you know, you've got a lot in your, in your basket. <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh. what would you say to them? Um, I would think back to myself at the young age that I started thinking about it and when I started, you know, considering it as a thing and just it, before even looking at it as a sort of way of making money, just find what you love about it, you know, that little nuggets of joy, you know, and focus on it because that is what will sustain you through all the rejections and all the nights waiting out in the cold and all the different things. If you find what you love about anything, you know, not just performance, not just comedy, anything in the world, if you find that little thing of joy, it'll sustain you throughout everything. And it's so important to hold on to that because um, there are a lot of people that become quite bitter and quite, you know, angry at the world and you've got to avoid that. Yes. You've got to keep the joy, keep the joy in your heart and just, you know, pursue it because you love it and that'll keep you going. <laughs> ah, fantastic. And your advice for somebody starting their fitness journey for the first time, because you're still on your journey for the first time. Oh, yeah. But you're you're a couple of miles into your journey. Well, um, I, I think I've been lucky to have someone that, sort of knows what they're doing and they've guided me through a little bit. And if you can have that, you know, if you can look up, I mean, we live in the internet world, you can find all the right information wherever you look really. But um, yeah, have someone to encourage you because it can be quite tough at this. You're trying to just. Okay. Welcome back, Eddie. <laughs> oh, again, dear. Again, uh, it's uh, the high winds in Glasgow today. <laughs> oh, yeah. The internet is not having a good time. No, nah, it is not. <laughs> so, my favourite part of the show is when the guest on the show asks me a question or two. So, do you have any for me, Eddie? Oh, um... Yes, actually. Here's a question. Um, so as, uh, as a sort of uh, bigger guy, a lot of exercises are sort of more difficult, you know, like kind of body weight stuff, like, uh, like doing pull-ups and things are kind of impossible at the moment. Yeah. What, what would you recommend to the kind of chunkier people who'd like to get a little more interesting stuff into their workout? What, what is like... Uh, what, what is a, a thing that you would recommend that I try doing? So, obviously, you mentioned uh, pull-ups, yeah, right? Mm. As one, right? So, what I would recommend is if your gym has an assisted pull-up machine, which, Ooh. so, obviously, you put your knees on, it's like a, it's a bench, effectively, 
and then there's a weight stack as well so you can put as much weight on there as possible and then can be assisted that's good however uh-huh. what my go-to is buy if you can buy assisted bands so resistance bands so what oh, you would yeah. do is wrap them around the top of you know your, your two bars and then you'd maybe get a step or a box and then step on the box put one knee through and then you're going to pull yourself up Oh, now I saw someone doing that on uh, Monday. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I would recommend. Um, And, you know, what I love to do, you know, to keep in shape, I love to do five sets of five. I don't know what you're doing for your training, but I like to lift heavy now. Um, The heavier, the better, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Um, because... I'm trying to get people away from, you know, we've seen in the industry, you know, people with ankles and knees, hip problems, but you know why? It's because of the amount of high impact exercises we're doing, you know, Uh tuck jumps, burpees, squat jumps. We we actually don't need this stuff in my life. We can (laughs) get the same effectiveness from small movements and we're still going to lose weight and put strength on. Um, uh, so that's why now um, I've actually I've purchased my own yoga mat. I'm now taking up yoga, body balance, and Pilates because flexibility is going to be key down the line when we get older. Uh, and we don't want to be one of those guys that, ah, you know, I've got sore ankle, sore knee, sore hip. Nah, don't, don't be one of them. Think smart when you train. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice, no, nice. It's been awesome to have you on the show, Eddie. Um, oh, it's been great. Very good fun. And, you know, I think everybody will be going away and watching this episode of Jimmy Carr now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a hell of a good show. There's six episodes to enjoy, uh, one of which has celebrities, so professional people <laughs> who know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, fantastic. And that's on Channel 4, yeah? So you can find it on all... Channel 4, that's right, all on the internet. Um, It's even on YouTube, I think somebody's uploaded it all. (laughs) Very sneaky. (laughs) Ah, Fantastic, Eddie. It's been awesome. Ah, thank you. I've had a blast.